Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. So excited for today's episode of The Dental Brief. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I want to thank... our guest, as well as our listeners, uh, we have back on the program today uh, with us, Mr. Josh Smith. Josh, say hello. Hey, everybody. Josh, back on the show. You're with uh, dentalclaimsupport.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the format of our show. Um, let's real quickly uh, remind our audience, how'd you get into dentistry? How'd you start helping with dental claims? Yep. Uh, out of college, I needed to find something. I didn't have a degree in anything dental, but I got out and um, joined a small group out of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, one thing, and I worked in a centralized billing location. One thing we learned is that all the uh, offices were doing dental billing differently. So we streamlined it, um, did an extremely good job of streamlining it in the centralized billing location. And then I moved out into managing offices. And that's when we realized that uh, we could probably help streamline dental billing by outsourcing it. Um, Once I realized the headaches that office managers were dealing with on a daily basis in the office, because I was biased toward it Uh, when I worked in the centralized billing location, I was like, why are these mistakes being made? And then I realized that they were, they were wearing a bunch of hats. And so I looked at a a childhood friend that we are, we worked in the centralized billing location together. And we realized that if we were having the issues with one small group and they were doing the billing differently, then surely it was being done differently throughout the United States. And that's when we figured that it was actually correct that that was happening. So, so some of our listeners out there are, you know, and before we dive into the episode, let's change it up here a little bit. Some of our listeners are already balking going, Oh, you know, they just want my money or I, you know, I just need to, I do this in house and they do a great job. And, uh, you know, those are the two that come to my mind of the two that I'm, I'm guessing. But w- what are some of those um, objections that you hear dentists provide and give and, and make up, um, frankly, um, when you talk to them or even before you talk to them? Well, there used to be more than there are now. I will say that. Um, but early on, it was, you know, I, I need to have a pulse on my office. You know, I need to have a thumb kind of on what's going on. Uh, communication could be a barrier. Um, you know, are you guys really experts? So you know what you're doing. I have my person that's been doing it for 20, 25 years. And that was main, that was mainly the big hiccup. It, it was, it was new to be quite honest, but medical has been doing it for, for years. And yeah. there is no reason it works the same way. And, um, I think there is just a big, uh, glaring uncertainty and risk to it. Um, but nowadays it is becoming more and more of the norm. And to be quite honest, it's like we're in the office to be, to be a hundred percent honest. It's like we're in the office. It's just an extension of the office. It's not for everybody. You know, outsourcing isn't for everybody. I mean, we, we're sure. certain stuff that dental claims support. We're an outsourced dental billing company. We don't necessarily outsource everything. So, you know, there's certain people that are going to understand it and certain people where it might not work as well. But I mean, we feel like it can work for everybody. There's no reason it can't. So let's talk about um, challenges. What are some of the challenges and trials and tribulations uh, practice owners and dentists are going through right now? Yeah, yeah. A challenge that they're going through or or working with an outsourced dental billing company? No, that they were just going through in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, the the dental billing process, insurance verification. um, Really, there's no education out there to support um, really how to do this the right way. Dental, the dental field changes constantly. Codes change. You have to have a, a... 
a dental team uh, that's ready to accept changes and be trainable and understand that as things change, you've got to adapt uh, to what's going on in the dental world today in order to get paid by insurance companies. Benefits, plans, everything is changing. Uh, Insurance makes it extremely difficult and annoying (laughs) to, to work with them in order to get paid, but you have to play the game. So if you're not willing to play the game, you're you're going to lose out on a lot of money and leave a lot of money on the table. Yeah. So what are some, what are some things that a practice can do right now? Let's just, and obviously look at outsourcing. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But internally, what are some things that a practice can do to kind of write their ship? Let's say they don't want to outsource. Go ahead and, and find out where you're deficient. Um, you can run easy reports in your office, such as your insurance agent report, um, a write-off report, uh, your your production report, and kind of see trends and see what's going on. Um, your insurance agent report is probably the best thing that you can possibly run because it points to many other areas of deficiency. If you've got a bunch of claims that are being rejected because there's no eligibility, the patient didn't have insurance, that's insurance verification. If, it, if claims aren't getting through because of uh, mistakes with data entry, obviously you've got an issue at the front desk. Once you pinpoint where the, there are kinks in your dental billing process and you fix those kinks, you slowly but surely um, correct your dental billing process from when a patient walks through the door and when their claim pays. Yep. Now, I know this wouldn't be any of our listeners whatsoever, but I, I, I do know and believe that there are dentists out there that wouldn't even know how to begin to run that report and, and many that mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to read it if they were able to run it. So where do you start there? Yeah. So every uh, practice management software, such as your EagleSoft, Dentrix, OpenDent, those are the big three, right? They all have insurance agent reports. This is not to be confused with just your AR report, though. AR is everything owed to you. Insurance aging is what insurance owes you. And then there's patient AR. So if you can go ahead and you can go and run these reports, it's all through their own little reporting database or uh, dashboards. And you really want to focus on your over 30 day report is really what the focus is. You know, insurances have a legal time limit of 30 to 45 days, depending in order to get you paid. But if claims are going over 30 days, there's an issue up front. Um, a really good number for, for dentists or anybody listening to have is a really good insurance agent report for over 30 days is 10%. So if you have a hundred thousand dollars outstanding and only $10,000 is over 30 days. That's a good favorable report because there's secondary insurances and appeals and things like that. But that's a good benchmark to kind of shoot for. If you got 20 or $25,000 outstanding over 30 days, that's getting to 25%. You've got an issue somewhere. Makes a lot of sense. So, you know, we talk, we have guests on the show and I love to talk to a dentist myself about mm-hmm. case acceptance. And I love that whole, that whole, um, genre, I would say of, uh, right. Of, uh, consulting, yeah. um, I think is great, but where does, where do, where do you come in with that? I mean, where, what is, how does case acceptance, um, and insurance billing merge? Where's kind of the, okay. the cliffs there? Yeah. Well, one, um, offices that, that we're working with, we've, they're freed up in order to actually focus on patients. I mean, that works mm-hmm. a lot with, with outsourced dental billing. Um, that's the way it should work. If you're working with an outsourced dental billing company and you're actually working harder to communicate with them, then that's probably not a good fit, right? Um, But if you have the time in order to devote to patients, present treatment, tell them about their insurance and break their insurance down for them, you will have higher case presentation. Um, if, if, If you've got a good dental billing process and their claims are being paid on time and you've developed trust with your patients and you have that extra time to devote to them, you will run into more case acceptance. Um, And that's where where they 
basically people that are working in your office, such as outsourced dental billing or the front desk, you need to make sure that your fee schedules are put in the right way to where you can actually show patients what actual discounts will be. You can show them exactly what their patient out of pocket will be. If you're accurate to the penny, which you should be, you're going to have higher case presentation or case acceptance after you present this. Yeah. And I would assume you're going to have more referrals, more repeat, um, higher lifetime value of the patient, um, so on and so forth. Right. I, I will say that a good amount of um, bad reviews that I see on the internet for dental practices are billing related. Absolutely. Um, and in traditional medical practices, it's sometimes it's all of them. Um, Not, have 10 bad reviews and every single one is about correct. Billing. 95% yeah. of patients, I mean, they know that they need to pay sometimes when they go to the dental office, no different than seeing, you know, a medical doctor. If you can go ahead and collect from them, great, they're going to pay. But when they get that additional bill because you might've done something incorrectly and they yeah. end up owing a hundred dollars because you didn't collect their deductible, that's when they start to think, all right, what else is going wrong? This, this couldn't have been just me. And to your point, that's when the bad, uh, the bad reviews start to pour in. Sure. I'm sure in your niche, there's, there's reputable companies out there besides you, right? Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. So what, tell me about process a little bit. What should that process, what's a really healthy relationship with a practice and a, and a claims company? What, what should that look like? What does that flow look like on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis? Yeah, so a, a daily basis, mo- most um, companies, you know, such as us, we are looking for scans. We're making sure that we're posting daily and we're sending claims in the morning. And it's honestly, it's constant communication. We make sure that communication, of course, it, it's thrown out there. It can be cliche, but not when you're working as an outsourced dental billing company. Uh, we're we also have an onboarding process with them. You know, we don't start just day one and just jump in there. One, we want to get to know you. We want to understand where your hiccups might be and tackle those issues immediately. But it really is daily communication and it's following a schedule. All of our billers have schedules. We think that every person working in a dental office should follow a schedule. You need to know what you're doing throughout the day in order for make, to make sure nothing falls through the cracks. So it's really kind of developing a cohesion with an office and it is daily communication. Again, sending claims, posting payments throughout that day, communicating what you found that day. Um, if claims didn't go through because there was an issue or uh, from posting, you let, them off the, you let the office know exactly what was posted and any accounts that need additional information and, and attention, you know, say you needed an additional x-ray or we need a, a, a detailed narratives uh, written from the doctor because there wasn't anything in the clinical notes. These are things that we communicate and you communicate on the daily basis with the daily email. And it's literally every single day, the office manager will check that email at eight o'clock in the morning. You've balanced and they can get back to you with anything you need. And it's just, it's just repetition at that point. Brilliant. Now, last thing we're going to talk about here today um, is a book coming out, right? Yeah. You just recently authored a book. Tell us real quickly, what's, what's the book called and what's it about? Yeah, I appreciate it. It's a, it's called The Ultimate Guide to Dental Billing and Reporting. Um, I'm a dental nerd when it comes to processes and systems. And honestly, it's really just going through a streamlined dental billing process from appointment to claim being paid. And if it doesn't pay, what you need to do after that, that insurance agent report we talked about. So it's really going into detail about how to actually work through these problems and identify deficiencies and kinks. And then after that, key reports that you need to understand how to run, such as production, net production, collection percentage, uh, write-offs, and basically how it all relates to showing you if you're running a healthy or unhealthy practice, but how you can fix the unhealthy practice and the bad, uh, and the issues you might be facing. 
That's terrific. I want to encourage our, our audience to check it out. Um, they can find it on your website, right? A link to buy it there on Amazon, but on your website, which is dentalclaimsupport.com. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, check it out. Josh, I want to I want to say thank you very much. Oh, before I say goodbye. Um, also, we'll list that book on a, on a our podcast site Perfect. as well. So Appreciate that. Yeah, that. it's, uh, it's kind of invaluable. I mean, it's a, a few dollars to make tens of thousands of dollars, right? And to right some wrongs. Yeah. So it's pretty simple. Again, outsourced dental billing is not for everybody, but we also want to educate. That's what this book's all about. So why not go pick it up? It's terrific. Thank you, Josh Smith with dentalclaimsupport.com. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.